Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame podcast. We all know by now that building an intentional brand identity can really help one's business to stand out and get noticed. I mean, you've got the skills and experience to offer all these wonderful services and products to your people. So therefore, you really do deserve to get noticed for all this. But since I've been working with one woman led businesses, there's more to branding when we're specifically talking to just standing out. What most people want, but don't always necessarily realize is that they are seeking to own a brand that helps them stand out from the crowd, as well as making them feel like they belong next to their competitors. And I want to discuss a few key steps that I take to building a brand that stands out, but also um, gives this, gives the client this feeling that it belongs next to their competitors too. Molding brands to stand out is more of this balancing balancing act because on one hand we want to mold a brand that will stand out therefore this needs to be different from the rest of its competitors and on the other we want the same brand to look like it belongs next to its competitors so where does where does this already start so my process goes something a little bit like this I like to start with research I like to get familiar with a lot of brands within the industry that they are setting up in. And this task is never research for research's sake. It's a pro- a process, an in-depth process of plotting a competitor's sort of landscape of what's already out there and seeing it so that we can then better identify any of the gaps that need to be filled and all things that could be, you know, done far better within your branding and identity. Um, This is where I think research can also help us to also highlight brand patterns and take notice of those certain similarities these brands have in common. So certain things that everyone's sort of doing, such as maybe the look and feel, the message and the tone of voice. For example, wedding photographers usually like to use um, script typefaces and soft muted colors such as pastels. But one of the things that I think is really important is to remember to look deeper than just the surface level look of each brand. A common mistake is to always focus on building a brand to just look visually different to stand out. And if we want a brand to stand out, it should really be built different from the ground up. This is meaning molding a strategy that can help you align the right brand look upon it. Within building brand strategy, you can decide to work out these boundaries of who you are and who you are not, as well as understanding how you'll be planning on being the key areas that you want to be different in and the other areas you want to stay a little bit more safer and be more familiar to your competitors in. So then the second area of competitor research to complete um, it's actually one that I think many people forget or overlook is looking really closely at the brands that might not necessarily be selling or offering the same products or similar products as you and services, but are definitely targeting targeting your ideal people. Understanding your ideal people like it's the back of your hand is really key here. 
By doing this, you can determine the key ways to stand out better for them. And this can also help mold a brand that also feels like it belongs for them too. Not necessarily just next to your competitors, but actually feeling like it's um, made for them. By exploring new ideas, we can create a space for business small businesses to just start thinking and discussing about how you could develop and set up and run and present your one person that businesses differently obviously not different for different sake but in a way that would actually maybe be more beneficial to you and your people for instance i've been using this example for quite a bit but the fern perfume company a beautiful brand and they only release a limited collection of I think four perfumes at the turn of every season each year and they stand out because their business model is different to their competitors they operate on a subscription model rather than your typical online perfume shop where it's available all the time they have Instead, this waiting list for people to purchase and it creates a little bit of hype and drive and um, it enhances a feeling that each batch is really special. This difference not only helps them stand out and belong in the perfume industry, it also makes them um, makes a lot of sense because they have a clear headcount for manufacturing ahead of time. They therefore produce way less waste and packaging and have to probably pay out for less storage space and have a group of customers just always ready waiting for them every time that they're going to launch a new perfume. So I've spoken in depth a lot about how to go about developing a brand that stands out. Um, And now I just really want to take a little minute to also look on to the other side and how does one also develop a brand that you know, feels like it belongs. Um, Firstly, why do we want to belong? And usually because at the young stages of building a business, we're already um, faced with a lot of unknowns and it can feel rather stressful and overwhelming and a little uncomfortable at times. Um, We aren't always 100% sure what we are doing at the start. And so we do find comfort when we feel like we belong, we look the part and we belong. We can feel a great deal of discomfort when we don't feel like we belong. We probably experience this in a few different ways. An easy way would be such as going to a party and turning up maybe very underdressed and it makes you feel a little uncomfortable, awkward and not very comfortable confident in your own skin therefore maybe less chatty to people because you're just a little bit in your head more so this is when we don't feel like we belong and when we feel this we can sometimes overcorrect and find comfort in copying other brands which I would obviously advise against it Um, taking inspiration is absolutely fine and bringing some of the familiarities that other brands are already using is is absolutely fine but it's when we hit the copying mark that's not what branding is about just as a brand needs to be different in order to stand out a brand does need to look well put together 
and like almost a distant cousin to belong. This means it doesn't have to look the exact same. Like I just said, it shouldn't really be copying. Um, and it doesn't have to do business the exact same way either, just as I mentioned the fern company. It should, however, have some common cues and common ground. An easy way to build a brand that feels like it belongs is simply looking professional. This means making sure your brand is built to a high standard and with good design. Even just having the right brand touch points and assets can really help a business feel like it belongs next to it next to its competitors. Another way to do this is through having a real clear and focused understanding around who your brand is, how and why you want to be presented and perceived by your ideal people. Knowing this can give your brand a real sense of belonging within your industry. But if we want to get even more specific here, it is back to the research and to make sure you gain a clear understanding around where you're positioned and which brands are closest to you. This is where we don't want to copy, but we want to take a collection of different sources of inspiration to make your brand have little cues that make your brand feel more familiar to your people. So to summarize, it can be difficult to make changes and have the courage to really stand out when just starting out. But this doesn't mean you have to be worlds apart and completely different. It also to belong, it doesn't mean you should be copying anybody and or having being for feel like you have to be forced to be something so different so unnaturally you um, like using bold colors and thick fonts if that doesn't suit your brand strategy or who you're trying to attract I wouldn't I wouldn't go down that route <laughs> um, but what I mean to say is that you can build a brand and can work out the key differences that set you apart and common familiarities within your branding that can help you provide a sense of belonging next to your competitors. I really hope this episode helped you understand this tug of war concept of these two sides to mold a brand for a one woman led business. Thanks for listening to the Brandmade podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week and in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.